They're sitting on a couch. It's usually just two characters, or sometimes three characters. And they're always talking and sitting. They're just sitting in a chair. Pacing sucks, there's no style to anything. It's so boring. From the concrete shores of Arlington, Texas, this is the Approximate Podcast. With your hosts, Jamie French and Orion Quest. Hey everybody, welcome to the Approximate Podcast. My name is Jamie French, and with me as always, and forever, is Orion Quest. Long live Orion Quest. It's been quite a while since uh, we've put an episode together. Uh, Life has gotten really busy. Um, And the show is coming back, but... uh, We have some sad news. Anybody that's been paying attention to uh, my social media or the... Uh, podcast social media knows that we have suffered a terrible loss and um, Orion Quest is no longer with us so this is kind of a a memorial show but um, since Orion isn't here in physical form what I've done was I've brought in some of our family and uh, with me today um, I have to my left uh, Jose Jaramillo. We say hi, Jose. Hello. Okay, and to my right I have uh, Joe Razo. Hey, hello. And of course, uh, longtime guest of the show and uh, occasional co-host Stephanie Special. Hey, okay. everybody. So these are the guys um, in Orion and I's band uh, Co. Uh, the last big rock band that Orion and I were in. And um, as of today, yesterday, we all played a, a memorial show together with a bunch of great bands in North Texas. And uh, before we start getting into stories about Orion and uh, all the happy and sad stuff that's bound to happen on this episode, uh, let's talk about the show last night. Uh, Jose, you screwed the pooch. You really <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> Tell us all about it. I didn't screw up. My guitar did. (laughs) (laughs) Well, as such as rock and roll, um, you know, I have uh, I have some pretty great equipment. uh, I must say, and uh, it's been flawless (laughs) up until last night. Up until the uh, moment you turned it and, on, and <laughs> you know, and and you know, it's just one of them deals where you know, if you if you really care about you know keeping up with stuff, I have two guitars that have active pickups, which means they require a nine volt battery. Yeah, for those that don't understand active. So about an hour. Just to let you know, it's all musicians that listen to the show. Okay, well, great. I'm no, great. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I no, no. I'm gonna take a second. I'm a gonna nine, take. Can you explain what a nine volt battery is? Uh, <laughs> well, here's here's my point: okay. is that I should have just left stuff alone, but you know, and not wanting to be on stage with a half dead battery an hour before the show, I changed batteries. Could I have screwed up something in the positioning back? Because I had to wrap some kind of foam little thing mm-hmm. to keep it from you know touching. The insides of the, and all this stuff, I don't know. I don't know, but it, 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 yeah. It sounded to me like you just didn't turn on your distortion pedal. Oh, oh, no, that wasn't it. That, that wasn't it? No, because when I went to my amp, everything was fine. Oh. And then whenever I moved my cord yeah. is where we got the sound. Oh, shit, because yeah, Joe no, and I was goofing. Them, and then when I was doing the solo, it started going, it just squealed like, I don't think the guitar can make such a high pitch note. Yeah, damn it. Yeah, no, it was in the electronics, dude. Yeah, so like, um, it, it, there's gonna be like, I took footage and audio of last night's show, and that's gonna go up where everybody can find it. And I'm, I mean to cut out that first part, but for I don't know if I'm gonna leave it in or leave it out. But for <laughs> people that are listening right now, if you haven't seen the footage at this point or heard the audio, uh, the First song starts off with like really heavy distorted guitar after a, after a four count, and it was like <laughs> we're supposed one, to two, three four <laughs> <laughs> for like an 
hour. Oh, it was for sure. <laughs> and our poor drummer, like, like he had like one day of practice with us and like one two day. weeks of like practice in his bedroom with the material. And so his only thought, I'm sure, is just keep playing. Just keep playing. <laughs> Where if it were Orion, he would have he would have stopped, leaned over the kit, and then gave you. He would just looked at you. <laughs> gave me one of these. Right <laughs> no, so yeah, I, I should have just left well enough alone and not changed the battery. But then my I was like, man, what if it? You know, what if that sound happens like what you heard because yeah. of the dead battery? Yeah. So yeah, I should have just. You got one of those battery ports, or you got a fucking no, no. I gotta it? take oh, the cover got... off, and I gotta find a spot that it's not going to rub again. Oh man, yeah, 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 yeah. Because <laughs> it didn't have active pickups, and remember, I put some in. That's so. right. Yeah, yeah. So Joe, and, Joe, and I were goofing on just you. gear issue <laughs> before. You or, got or here. I should have yeah. stayed with my number one. The Parker never fails. Yeah, why? Uh, you know, I don't know because I I bought that, but the I just wanted to hear it live. Yeah, it's yeah. yeah. So did we. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize. I wanted to redo the song. The people drove from. Wait, no, wait, wait, wait. We started the song again. We did. We started it. over. Yep. We mm. started over. No, I'm talking from where that squeal and then the hum from the, uh, the monitors. monitors. Oh, the monitors were shit. Monitors. That was nobody's fault last night. I was thinking that the, the mics were too close to the monitors because they were kind of hovering right well, over it. Well, here's another thing, too, is, uh, you know, they had a 13 year old kid running sound. Are you serious? And I mean, did you not see him? Uh, no, I didn't even. I mean, the kid was every bit of eighteen or nineteen, probably. Oh, I had no idea. I don't know. He's probably twenties. Which but... is weird because usually I'd make it a point to meet the sound guy and like pass yeah, him a twenty yeah. or something. Well, like well. But those old habits, man. We haven't played together as a band uh, on stage in twenty in years, almost, almost like seventeen years, yeah. somewhere around there. So anyway, uh, to make matters worse. So I get this squeal right in the middle of a note. Like, it wasn't even a note. It was a electronic, you'll hear it, I'm sure. And uh, that, and then I was like, oh, my God. And then the monitor was just humming back at me. And then I asked him after the show, I'm like, hey, man, so what's up? He's like, oh, that microphone's been screwing up. Oh, thanks. The one that's on my end. <laughs> thanks, douche. <laughs> you know, he's like, oh, that microphone's been screwing up for a while. I was God like, damn it. I know. I, what, what else could I say? Uh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, no, oh, you're bringing back the cheeseburger? Oh, the cheese is rotten. Well, the cheese has been rotten for a week, so, yeah. But sorry. anyway. We mean to fix that. You know, as the show went on, I, I should have just left number one on and played the Parker. and. But you went with number two, and we got number yeah, two. Yeah, and we got number two. <laughs> hey, and, from and, the audience. And no toilet paper, man. It's just, you know? <laughs> no. I mean, no. No toilet paper whatsoever. Steph, you're, you were on the outside looking in. We were up on stage. You had something to say? From the audience, man. Y'all fucking rocked the house. I rocked the house. Well, thank you. Yeah, yeah. thanks. Yeah, no, thanks. we did We did not. Joe. Yeah, we did not. Yeah. You know, see, <laughs> it and it I, I, like I got to explain <laughs> this. It's one of those things, like, guys, I, you know, I'm the, the... You have your different classes of, you know musicians there's some that don't change drum heads which i'll never play with the drummer that doesn't do oh, that. right 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 you have your don't change the bass strings and all you get is this thuddy thud <laughs> yeah and you're, they wonder why you can't hear the bass or whatever <laughs> and then you get the guitar player who doesn't change strings who doesn't you know pay attention to chords or I, i'll have you know <laughs> i spent three hundred dollars and brand new chords because all I had was pawn shop stuff. Or, oh, yeah, yeah. Or, you know, just the store down the street, little whatever. I actually right. have great chords. Right? Everything was in place. Listen, I was not going to fail. I was not set up to fail, and it just happened. So, I don't know. I know. Come on with it. Come on with it, Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> hey, You man. spent $300 to fail. <laughs> <laughs> well... Joe, how did you fuck up? Oh my gosh! <laughs> you know there was, you know, from, from I'll I'll ease I, it in because I, I I know you you're you're kind of a you're kind of a little princess about nah, it. No. You don't like you don't like it. Hey, when you make that mistakes. was a cool. Hey, did you but, see that jacket he got up with? <laughs> oh my gosh, dude! I talk I about royalty. Talk about royalty. I know. Yeah, he's <laughs> Axel Rose in it, changing clothes every other song. <laughs> But but just to ease you into it, Joe, because I know I know you're sensitive. I know you're a little cupcake. Oh, uh, <laughs> okay, easy, easy, easy. Uh, yeah, you sounded 
on a scale of one to ten, I would say that for seventy percent of the night, you are at an eight point five. <laughs> and all I want you to do is explain to me why you went to a two for thirty percent of the show. <laughs> a two. <laughs> I'm fucking with you. You nah, had one nah, thing. Nah. You, you had one thing that like bugged the shit out well, of me, and I didn't hear it because I was busy paying attention to how shitty his guitar was. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so check this out. I came in to that show with concerns. Big time concerns. I'm going to tell you why. Yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, you can probably hear my voice right now. But the night before, we rehearsed. We ran through the set, what, three times or whatever? Oh, yeah. And then some. um, The next morning, Saturday morning, I could not talk. Oh, Oh, shit. I could not speak. Yeah, you were saying that shit. And I was like, what am I going to do? I can't. I I was in full-blown panic mode because I've never been like that before. Before a show, the day of a show, so I'm in I'm in I'm in panic mode. I'm like, ah. so I'm, I'm I'm texting Jose, right? Check this out. So I put in a text, and I'm about to send it, and I said, no, I can't send this to them. I'll never hear the end of it. You give me the third degree. Well, did you do this? Did you do that? It's past the point of that. It's not going to help me. <laughs> so I'm thinking I ain't going to say nothing. So what seemed to be one of the longest days, longest emotional days that I've ever had. Right, right. Um, at the service, I told Jamie, I said, I told him, you know what? I, I can't talk, I can't talk this morning. I can't talk. You're like, oh, no. I said, but, you know, I, I didn't want anybody else to know. <laughs> so, so as the day went by, I'm thinking, okay, we go eat. I'm eating this hot sauce, and I'm eating this stuff. I'm thinking, is this stuff good? <laughs> we're all together, we're eating, right? right. So, I, so I ate, but no, it actually is good. It's not bad to have hot sauce on a sore throat. Okay. okay. Yeah, so it's, and I didn't know that. But anyway, so um, so we get to the show that night, and, and I'm thinking, okay, I, I can do this. Before you guys got there, yeah, uh, Gibson Cemetery was on. Right, right. Um, so, that's a that's a local band here in North Texas. For those who are so, listening, so Jim, so Jim's up there. Yeah, they're a fun band. Yeah, he, he, they were having fun mm-hmm. covers. So so they're up there jamming and and they start playing some Iron Maiden. So it's like, oh man. So I gotta go. I I, I can't. I don't want to miss this song. He couldn't keep his. So. I know where this is going. Joe couldn't so. keep his dick in his pants, and he ruined our set so, to oh sing one God. Iron Maiden song. <laughs> So hang on, so Motown, Motown's up there, a couple other guys up there, so, so I go up there, right, I gotta, and I got to sing the chorus for Wasted Years, right? Oh. And, now, and I was I like, yeah, wow. it came out wonderful, I was like, oh, I felt good. I'd rather right. I'd rather see that one song than have played last night's <laughs> then, show. Then hang the 30%. On, hang on, hang on. So that was 100% for about two minutes. <laughs> so, um, so then... Uh, did that and I was like I better stop now so I didn't do nothing else and then we get showtime and um, I feel like I'm good I'm good you know I went and got warmed up and everything and all that good stuff mm-hmm. and um, and we get ready for the first song and we start right never in a million years did I think okay my voice isn't gonna work it's gonna work and then his guitar doesn't work <laughs> and I'm like <laughs> I'm like I'm turning Jose like, fix that and talk to him, Joe. Talk to him, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> Just talk to him, dude. Let me. Yeah. <laughs> Keep it going, dude. So, so, so we're going through the set. We're going through the show, and I'm thinking, okay, I'm feeling good. And then we come to the one part where where I feel like I just blew it in a song, and and I know why. I got <clears> so comfortable, and I wasn't singing right. Mm. And that's what happened. So I I know it's you know fixable, but that's what happened. So. I don't say I got lazy, but it wasn't because I was drinking, because I wasn't drinking. So, mm. um, so I played impeccably. I was just fine, <laughs> and that's that. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. I noticed that the the uh, sound guy also had some of the mics cut down. I guess that's because like feedback or whatever. But I know you were trying to sing a couple of parts, and your 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 mic was so low. I couldn't hear it. It was mine was too. Yeah. Well, at one point I pointed at my monitor and I told him to do this, turn it down. And Mm. I think he just thought that meant turn my mic off. off. (laughs) So, yeah. 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 But it has been a long time, but it was really nice to 
for me anyway to feel like I was in a real band again mm-hmm. for for about forty five minutes. It was great. Yeah, and I started feeling really like energetic and like kind of stage worthy, like towards our last three songs. Yeah, that was... that's when I started like moving around. Like I felt. I felt like the old days a little bit. Yeah. You know, I saw you yeah, with your hair around. You seemed a little stiff at the beginning. <laughs> a little stiff at the beginning. Because I had to push you. Yeah. At one point, I had to push you to move you. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> usually during the first part of that, uh, the actually, it was Fortune. Fortune. Do, 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 yeah, do, do. we usually come together. I get real close to Jose, and we do that uh, bridge and solo together. Uh, I was so frustrated. I was, I'm yeah. sorry. You could just see it. I was like... Totally, totally. I mean, that is not... <laughs> I wanted this, you know, well, no, of course not. to None go, of us you know, did, but, but I'm really, such fr- is, Hey, such is, I mean, yeah. I think once I get all the uh, video and audio put together, it's not going to be as bad as we're remembering it. I'm really thinking y'all are going hard on yourselves. <laughs> well, that's just what we've always done. I, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I completely that's understand what, I mean, that. We have from day one have always treated this professional. Absolutely. I mean, as, as much as we could. You know, back in the day, it was a money issue, and the, really, the the you know the only difference is you know years of practice versus one night of practice, oh, yeah, and yep. not having yep. played the songs in you know over a decade, and also so. really high emotions too. Y'all got yeah. y'all can't. Oh, and Jesus Christ, like we that. were lack of sleep. Yeah, you know, emotionally drained. Like during the first part of the day, it was all you know Orion's funeral. Oh, so we did the just for people to know, like. The the Orion's funeral was yesterday as well, and that was like relatively early in the morning, especially for people that are like coming in out of town, barely having enough sleep as it is, wake up, do like five hours worth of funeral, then the funeral ends, we all have about four or five hours to try to get some rest, wake up, and then do a full-blown like fucking rock show at a rowdy North Texas bar, all loud and energetic and... It was just a lot to fit into one day. Even with all the time that we had to prepare, it was a lot across the board. Uh, I'll tell you what, as someone who was not performing, when we came home from the funeral, I was so, God, I felt so drained that I was just, I just crashed on the bed and fucking slept until like 30 minutes before we had to go. So, I mean, if if y'all did the same thing, I completely understand. I know know. in preparation, yeah. about the last two weeks, I've probably slept maybe 50 hours mm. in the last two weeks. It just, mm. you know, I, it was to a point where, you know, like I told you, we've always treated this professional. So it was a big deal that, you know, my guitar parts were going to be on point, that I was going to be on point. So there's, I'd get up at three in the morning and practice a set and yeah. then go back and sleep. Yeah. And I have to get up at five to get ready for the work day. You know, that kind of deal. So... And then the afternoon, I would sleep another hour after I got, after I was done, you know, I'm talking the last two weeks, you know, mm-hmm. and then fit in uh, all practice till whatever. And then wake it. I mean, it just went on and on and on. Yeah. I would rather have Ryan here, but I'm glad this will be over tomorrow. Yeah. I just need to sleep. Like, yeah, I, I, I think we even... all need that. <laughs> Absolutely. We all sucked, but can we give some praise to the star of last night? Oh, my gosh. Right? There, were, there were moments, I tell you. I mean, I I, uh, I watched some of the video that got captured on yeah. phone from, yeah. Bradley Bills. Bradley Bills. Childhood Bradley. friend of Orion Quest. Yeah, came in. Man. Oh, God. It was so kind of almost miraculous, very fortuitous, how we even were able to get him. You know, when, like, f- just for the audience's sake, uh, Orion passed on uh, in the morning of July 4th. And um, as of the date of this recording, it is now August 8th. So um, in the almost the exact month that has passed, from Orion's passing to now, uh, we had to figure out everything it takes to put a funeral together, to contact next of kin, to get legal affairs in order. And it's just, you know, anybody that's gone through a death or had to like deal with any of that knows just how, you know, 
monumental that task is. And halfway through the month, like two weeks after Orion's passing, everybody here in Texas, where we're from, got the crazy idea to put a memorial concert together. And we wanted to get everybody in co back on stage. Um, but we had, of course, no drummer. And pickings were slim. But somehow at the 11th hour, we got a hold of one of Orion's closest, uh, most intimate childhood friends who, between Bradley, between Bradley and Orion, they raised each other on drumming. They were musicians and just the closest buddies. And they spent, you know, from when they were kids up until their, you know, early 20s, just being the best of pals and raising each other musically through drumming. Yes. And then they lost, like they lost touch with each other. And then, you know, I'm at, at the time where Bradley and Orion lost contact, Orion found us. So where one, you know, one road ended, another one just began. And we spent the next 20 years, with Orion. So Bradley had the first 20 years. We had the second 20 years with Orion. And when we needed a drummer at the 11th hour, we got the other, we got the other half of Orion's story that just showed up gift wrapped to us. I just read Bradley's beautiful memorial that he put on uh, Facebook. Yeah. And the pictures that he had of Orion in eighth grade and seventh grade, you know, and whatnot. And I was like, gosh, this guy, I've never heard of Bradley. I, I don't remember Ryan, you know, I vaguely, maybe in passing, you know, his friend Brad. But I was thinking it was another, he, he had a million friends. So, you mm-hmm. know, it was hard to. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But, but I did read Bradley's Facebook entry there. And I was just like, wow, you know, that's, that's super impressive. You know, he's as close as we are, you know. So then I, I got the date right here. You'll have to forgive me. I wasn't texting. I was looking for the date. Um, I was speaking with Jamie. Jamie was freaking out. Okay, look, if we don't find a drummer in two days, this thing's bust. And, you know, I was feeling the heat. I, I get it. But anyway, the date was July 18th. And my message to Bradley Bill says, I'm going to send you a list for the show. Please, as soon as today, if possible, at least by tomorrow. This is the two-day frame that this that Jamie gave me. Let me know if you would be able to fill in. This is to Bradley. And I told him I surely don't mean to sound cold or corporate. It just we are on the 11th hour. I sent you this, as Jamie put it, and I have to say I absolutely agree. And I sent it. He got back to me that day. He said, I'm listening to those specific tracks right now, and we'll get back to you. Uh, My only reservation is, you know, and I got to say, I need everybody to know that 18 months prior to this date yesterday, the man had an accident, was paralyzed for five minutes, full body, Mm -hmm. had to relearn how to walk, had to relearn how to move his arms. Yeah. How to relearn how to drum again? And he has to do it learning Orion's parts. Well, and, and well, the, the, the <laughs> like the amazing thing about that is there's this there's this guy and everything like all like all the boxes are checked. The man is a compatriot of Orion Quest. He's a phenomenal drummer. He um, is had suffered an accident while playing on tour, and had just gotten well enough to play right in time to meet right. our schedule. And show up to the funeral, and you know, just speak and speak. You, and I mean, it was it was perfect. It's exactly what should have happened. And yes. I, I mean, we were so fortunate, so lucky, so like, it just came. And he just came, and he, like again, it's <laughs> like this ghost from the past that means as much to Orion as we do to Orion but from a totally different world that we knew nothing about mm-hmm. come walking out of the mist into our world. And now both halves of Orion's life like meet 
same energy, same you know? blood, man. It's cut amazing. from the same cloth. Absolutely, Absolutely. Just, he's such yeah. a sweet person. He's just amazing. And he, he answered and the a, call. He answered the call. He answered the call. The level of professionalism. Mm-hmm. I mean, it just supersedes anything I've ever seen. And it's like it's so overwhelming that part of my frustration was I didn't want to present. And you guys know how I feel about that. I didn't want to present that unprofessional okay. in front of such a professional. Right. He's a perfectionist. He is an absolute to the root of any kind of perfection. Well, it's I, every every like fiber of my being tells me that this is a guy that's doing everything for the right reasons. And he does exactly what it takes to do that. Nothing more, nothing less. It's an example setter. Yep. I mean, the way he broke down, broke, you know, set up, broke down. I mean, just an absolute professional. I I Bradley, I just can't say it enough. I just if you're when you see this podcast, yeah. You know, I mean, my absolute hat's off, and I honestly can't wait to play with you again. Let's go to the rehearsal. Yeah. The night before. Mm-hmm. In that room, I saw you, and you just had that, like, you you remembered some parts that you and Orion did. Right. Because you, I saw you slamming them. You just, you, you'd pick them, and you'd move your bass a certain way There's just a- to see if it was going to land, and yeah. you landed Every one of them, There's and he gave little, me that look like he knows. Yeah, he got it. <laughs> that and and it felt like Ryan was in the room. <laughs> yeah, and that rehearsal, like it just, it was amazing. Because there, there, oh, yeah, there's these little, these yeah, these little parts that where they would do. be, they would be, they for any other drummer would be easy to leave out, mm-hmm. you know, easy to overlook, and they were there. These little <laughs> tiny anchor points. That especially came up like th- th- all that stuff developed from us playing live. Yes, and so for him to know that and do it, those tiny little things that you could take them or leave them, they wouldn't mean anything really, and they were there. Yeah. Oh God, dang it! <laughs> for the rhythm section to be happy is what you absolutely need. Absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> and I saw Kid happy again at that <laughs> rehearsal, and I was just like, wow, you know. So the the show itself um, afterwards, I mean, just before and after, the energy was so amazing to see so many people there for Orion, you know, everybody paying tribute. And there was just, I mean, how, God, I can't even count how many fucking people I talked to or came out of the woodworks after the show. The kid comes up and says, last time I saw y'all was eight. Oh, yeah, yeah. We you had know, a, 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 a long time fan. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and then uh, the people wanted CDs. It just felt like there we were again. Yeah, yeah. Right people in that. Asking for merch, asking know. for CDs. I want a damn shirt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Step on the shirt. We got to find a way to. It just shirt. the time of everything. It just couldn't come together quick enough. And, yeah. you know, for those that did ask, if y'all are watching, we'll we'll make sure you get we're your gonna CD. We're going to take care of you. Yeah. Absolutely. Steph, let's, let's kind of. Talk about um, the man himself, Orion. Wh- when did you first meet Orion? Because uh, I remember that you and I met around about 2000, twelve years ago. About two thousand. Yeah. Now, me and you met about. Yeah. No, we met in two thousand twelve. Oh shit. Okay. So that's like nine years ago. Oh okay. Yeah. 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 But Orion was around me at yeah, that point. Yeah. Like yeah, you know. yeah. Uh, just the first moment, the f- first moments I met the man. Um, it's just something so. Something so heartfelt and, and genuine, and and just kind. The, the man's kind eyes, and just I was just so fortunate to be able to kindle a relationship, a friendship with him. Um, that would uh, that would grow closer and closer over the years as all good friendships. Yeah, I would. mean that's that's kind of the way it happened. We yeah. met in 2012. Ryan and I were already you know fucking around in bands for years and oh, yeah. years. And he was always around, uh, but you were always like kind of in and out, so you yeah. didn't really get a chance to really meet him. It wasn't it wasn't about till like 2018 where oh, yeah. you and I started being roommates. Orion was always around. We had started the podcast at that point. We had a really strong regiment about recording on every Monday, plus all the other sub podcasts that we would do. So yeah. he was always around, and yeah. then there was always practice. And of course, you there were, was research we, and development for podcasts right. and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah, we actually put you in charge of a lot mm-hmm. of things. Mm-hmm. So you're. Yeah, you and Ryan developed uh, just a really strong bond just 
from you being around. Yeah. Um, you guys were more friendly than than Orion and I was because at that point Orion and I had already known each other for a billion years. He That's around, the difference in brothers and sisters. Yeah. Right, right. So, so for siblings you, siblings and like, friends. You know? yeah. yeah. So when Orion comes around, it's like we take care of business, but y'all go have fun while I'm <laughs> fucking around with the numbers. You know, y'all go fucking watch a movie and do yeah, some yeah. shit, Orion. I'm gonna mix this goddamn album. You know? <laughs> that kind of thing. But you guys did become very, very tight to the point where you guys eventually became roommates. Yeah. And like, that's how close you were. I'm going to pass it on to Joe real quick. And like, Joe, we essentially met Orion at the same time. And, uh, but is there anything about Orion, like maybe a story between you and him, or maybe something that sticks out that we did like live or something that happened on the road that just, when you think of it, you think fucking Orion. That God damn it, that's the guy. That's <laughs> you know this. I mean, we could talk a lot. I mean, we there's a lot, lot to talk about, and it could be real. <sighs> uh, this should be like two episodes, right? So, but real quick, Sorry, you know, uh, just a couple things real quick in our mind. We're the, and like you said, we did meet probably about the same time, ninety eight, ninety nine, out there in the club scene, um, and then of course the, the day he actually came knocked on our door during a rehearsal and wanted to jam with us. Um, that's where it really began, but you know, in the co days, um, there, we were somewhere. I don't know where. Somewhere it might have been Abilene. I don't know. We were always somewhere. <laughs> we were somewhere, and I don't, but I just remember Joe, being it, country. It, Jamie, yeah. we had a rehearsal hall that we were paying for. Yeah, it came to a point that we played so much, it was just a storage. It was just storage. Yeah, we would load out. And load back in, and we wouldn't see it again till the next, yep. the very next weekend. Load out, load in for years. It was just, it became a storage that we were paying for instead of yeah. an actual rehearsal place because we were always booked. Anyway, yeah. so, so I that. just remember a lot of country around, a lot of land. Okay. <laughs> and and uh, we had finished our set, and um, we were in the process of tearing down or whatever. And I guess our rhyme was done. And, and he goes, Hey, Razzo, come here, Razzo, come here. I was like, what's up? Come here, come here, come here for a second. So let's go sit at the bar. So we went and sat at the bar. And he's like, how you feeling? How you feeling? You know, I thought, I'm good. He goes, I'm proud. I'm proud of this. I'm proud. We're doing good. I'm proud. I'm proud of what's going on with Co. I was like, yeah, I'm happy about it, man. You know, it's just a little reminiscent, just a little bit, taking time out, you know. Um, and he goes, let's, let's get a beer. I was like, all right, let's get a beer. So I remember... I, there's a bunch of country areas. What 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 I, what I was saying? So we sat down, ordered two beers. So we're chit chatting a little bit more, and then the next thing you know, they bring the beers to us, and we both look over at the beers, and then we look back at each other, and Ryan gives me one of those looks. He tilts his head with his big eyes. <laughs> These beers almost were the size of two liters. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm Greatness. like, oh, are we supposed to drink all this? <laughs> so, so anyway, there was that, and that was that was a fun time. And then there was another time where I didn't know he was a big hockey nut as I was, because um, you know he I, wore a Toronto I Maple know. Leaf. I was a hat I'm, forever. Course, I'm about the Dallas Stars, and when I saw that Maple Leafs hat, I'm like, dude, what are you doing? He's like, what? I like all hockey. I said, all right, can't fault you for that. Can't fault you for that. So, all right, so if you're that way, then let's go. So we went to some Stars games. Oh, that's awesome. I didn't nice. know that. Yeah, I took him to some Stars games. and and um, But before I, before I get into that, we had this thing, a Star Wars thing. Oh. So when he would always do this, <laughs> his chewy, Chewbacca, right? All right? So there was this Chewbacca thing. Yeah. All right, so there's a reason why I'm saying that. So we go to these Stars games, the hockey games, and, you know, it's fun up there. You know, he's up there sitting down, hollering and whatnot. Hit him, hit him, push him, whatever, you know. And, then, <laughs> and there's one particular moment. He, he leans over, and he looks at me because, you know, the seats, you know, they're, they're close. So he leans over, you know, like away from me, and he looks, he looks at me, and he goes, you know, they didn't make these seats with Wookiees in mind. <laughs> <laughs> So he had to kind of wiggle in and wiggle out, you know what I mean? So, so I mean, there, there's so much, you know, that we can talk about, but those, those, are, those are some, those are cool times, man. Um, I want to pass it on to Jose 
And the same thing I asked Joe. Like, what sticks out? Biggest thing that's, like, number one is we laughed for four and a half years. Mm. My fucking God. God damn it. Yes. Man. I mean, <laughs> from the time of loadout to back, to, like I said, to the storage room, not the rehearsal room, <laughs> to the time of loading back in, I would leave, come, go back to Mineral Wells with such a sore abdomen from the whole weekend <laughs> <laughs> of just nothing but, I mean, stomach gripping yeah. laughter. Oh, it yeah. was always about la- like we were never that band that you know and and, and you know I, I love code for this reason there were no vices there were no external uh adversaries that we brought in ourselves right none right. no alcohol no dope no stupid nothing we weren't there to party we, we weren't had to- business to handle we were very serious about what we were doing yeah you know, and I, I know for one, I had to have it that way because I like to see stuff build. And then so Orion was always wanting the song to build or, or the, I, I should say rhythm section. Right. The thing that sticks out also for me is uh, the fact that I probably will never play with the rhythm section like you and Orion were. It's just, I had auditioned for code like three times, like. Yeah, they gave we, me three we, songs. We put you through your paces. <laughs> we, I had we to show gonna, up three times. We you know? were going to take anybody. <laughs> but uh, so, and like I said, it wasn't about it wasn't about ripping a lead or you know, can you do? Are you a jam style or are you this? It was that one little bitty A minor part that I picked out three strings, but it was that simple, intricate. That made him stop. Do you remember that? Yeah. I mean, no, can you I, remember I, that snare? And, and what I meant to say yesterday, I just couldn't think of the word, is he did, he hit the snare, but, you know, and I don't know how he hits it with these little 7A sticks that he uses, because, like, seriously, he hit such a rim shot that it, I, I felt my eardrum just ring. It started yeah. ringing. He hit it so hard and yelled, stop. Yeah. And that's when I knew that, you know, my spot was probably secured because he he want. I mean, he was so he well, was it, shaking. It was he couldn't believe it. He that's was just the thing. when you played that part, he pointed at you accusingly. Yeah. So you were like, either going to be asked to leave, <laughs> right? Or it was you that intense? We're going to get the job. Yeah, it was. It was and that he moment. Gave you the job yeah. right there. He's like. This, this is the guy that we need. I can see his face right now. Yeah, oh, yeah, no, there he in that was, moment. Listen, his <laughs> eyes as big as saucers. Oh, yeah. So serious I, I want to know if you remember anything driving home that because you know y'all came to practice we, together. I, dude, I do After remember that part, when we settled on you. Settled. That's a uh, oh, shitty thanks, way to say yeah, that. Right. <laughs> I, hey, I settled on y'all. You got it all oh. fucked up. <laughs> oh man. Shoot. The gloves come off. <laughs> See, this is what I'm talking about. This is how UFC. this laughter would start right here, and it would not end. It just wouldn't end. Exactly. <laughs> but, but when we got you, and I do remember the ride home, we were so relieved. It felt like we could do what we were meant to do. You know, because we had gone through like what two other guys at least that, two other guys, right? You know, that kind of fit the bill. That just kind of made us sound like a just like a band, you know. But once you did what you did, and Orion heard it and he snapped. Yeah, you were in. It, it was. We started like tearing ass almost immediately. Oh after gosh, that. immediately. We were in the studio three weeks later. Five songs, yeah. demo. Constantly Baba, practicing. I mean, we it were... just never stopped. Just never stopped. Kid had a PV bass. I had just bought that Parker. I didn't even know how to... And I bought an effects processor I didn't even know how to use. I'm better writing and almost performing just straight amp to guitar. Angus, Angus Young style. Now I do like it a little wet. Who doesn't, right? But I'm just saying. Just the emotion that invoked Orion by that little simple... I just never forgot that. And that let me know that that's where I needed to work from. And I was like, okay, that's why you get solos like on um, Open Letter. Right. You know, I, I sat there. It took me two days to write that solo because I knew what the story was about. 
Yeah. And for those out there, Open Letter is a song that Ryan wrote about his mother and and uh, just a little bit of issues that they had that they couldn't resolve before she passed. And so I wanted to give that right. what uh, the yeah, best the, I the, could, you know. Yeah, and, the song was a, a, a kind of a maternal lament. Again, just like you said, unresolved issues. So it's not a song to take lightly. Right. It may sound like a rock song, but Orion didn't do anything in half measures. He and, knew he knew he was in a rock band, but he didn't treat it like it didn't mean anything. Like you could just, oh, it's just a rock band. It's mm-hmm. like, hey, I got a rock band. This is the sound. Here's the message. And I'm not pulling back from it, not pulling punches. Right. And I think that energy and our humor and like the Venn diagram of our experiences and our what we loved and how we loved to be together in the same room and on stage fed that it, it fed the message that was being said. I mean, everything fed everything in the most positive way. And it's because Orion and I didn't settle. That's right. You know, that's why three auditions. It's, well, it's why taking time. It's why everything seemed, you know, when you say Orion smacked a snare drum and stopped the song because he caught you doing something, mm-hmm. that may seem like a melodramatic thing, but it's because time was of the essence. You yeah. know? Yeah. We don't want to fuck around. Yeah. And so, yeah, maybe some melodramatic things happen that sound maybe a little poetic or whatever in a way where, like, if you take a step back, you're like, oh, I mean, come on, it's just a rock band. No, 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 no. <laughs> this is literally our time we're spending, and time is the most valuable thing that anybody has. I think the magic, too, was that I think all four of us were at a point where we're like, okay, this is my last rock band. Yeah, if, if there was I that cannot, sensibility as If well. I cannot make this work with these guys, I will never. That's what I was. Th- when when I got in from the first day the, the or when that happened and we started the train started rolling, I was like, man, if I cannot and make it, let me let me rephrase that. Make it to me meant that we were gaining a living and paychecks and affording a living right off our craft, our art, our music. Right. Not the three point five million dollar, sure. you know, sure. while, you know, that's to me, that's just all extras, right? Right. I'm just talking about sustaining ourselves, sustaining what families we, we may have through our uh, craft. Okay. Right. That would be making it for me. Some of the most ecstatic times I've ever had in a band have occurred at co-rehearsals. There was a song that we were working on. I guess it was around probably 2004 ish called word (laughs) and it does that for the sake of the story the song in of itself is inconsequential it's the feeling that that i had when we had finally started to massage this thing into a, a kind of a musical frenzy in a way that just reinforced how correct being in this band was and we had finally nailed this song, and the energy was so high, and the parts were exactly like it felt like it went from imagination to a living state. Mm-hmm. And I was so ecstatic that I literally had to open the door, run I outside, remember that. and scre- I screamed, it, screamed at the, the sky. Lot. Yes, I screamed at the sky. Fuck yeah! That's how you do it, motherfucker. That's exactly what you said. <laughs> I was looking to my left and my right for any band that might be around, so I could scream at them. This is how you do it. <laughs> let me let me let me add to that real quick. I was on a clean channel. Orion had his stool and a fucking hi hat in front of him. Do you remember that? Yep. And Jamie on bass. And we wrote the word in, I guess, an hour and change. It got the the parts got completed, the arrangement got completed in about an hour and twenty thirty maybe. Yeah. And uh, all the while we had Pimpadelic behind us. A wall. It, it, it for those of you who know Pimpadelic was a North Texas band that eventually got signed several times, and they were kind of rap rock punk kind of deal and. 
it was like a Run DMC and Aerosmith kind of deal on that Walk This Way video yeah. where across they, the wall you had Run DMC and then on one side you had <laughs> yeah, yeah, Aerosmith. Exactly. So you know? on one side you had these like really obnoxious, loud douchebags. It's oh, just man. a band full of douchebags. And on the other side of the wall where we practice was just a humble, meat potatoes, yeah. kind of artsy, shy. <laughs> just, but we'd kick just, your ass. Right. Yeah, but we'll, we'll, we'll kick your ass when it comes to it. But we're like, we're trying. And y'all are just doing meth, and <laughs> and and they would they were the bane of our existence because we were just trying to work. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, getting back to the word, I've never seen, and that's when I knew when when the motion that I invoked in you to open the door and go yell at the parking lot, and then just the fact that we wrote a song with just a hi hat. Yep. Jose, you have another story, and I'm dying to hear it. I'm dying to hear it. <laughs> okay, this story, and you know, because we already talked about the laughter and whatnot. Um, this goes back to when I was at Mars Music, circa oh 2001. It was 2001 because that's when all this became. It was in the fall, somewhere around Thanksgiving, something like that, because our first rehearsal date was December 8th. So anyhow, I go to this board, guitarist needed, singer wanted, bass player, whatever. And out of all the, all these had like cool graphics and logos and I mean all this. And what was funny is, you know, I am that graphic guy. I love graphic, blah, 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 shiny stuff, all that. Right. <laughs> right. So, but what attracted me was that one that was in just absolute no Okay. Bold. Yeah. Did you make that? You probably did. I made that. And I know what you're about to say. You're about to say, you're about to go on about I heard how, story last like, night. how humble. <laughs> how humble. Yeah. There was no frill to this paper, okay? But. Oh, no, I'm going to tell you, as the person that wrote that very humble want, guitarist wanted poster. It's not because we were super cool and laid back and like, you know, we weren't trying to like create an air of mystery. Printer ink is expensive. <laughs> <laughs> New Times Roman, 12 black point and white. font, black and white. And, and yeah. Yeah. No bold, no italicized, nothing. Okay? Use as little words as possible because we need to print a bunch of these out. It was it was a half sheet. Yeah, it was great. So anyway, is this seeking guitarist? The thing that caught my eye was the uh influences which ranged from Rush to Oh, it was uh, all Sistema kinds of weird stuff. There's about eight of them. But it was a lot of... Per well, I mean, because it was Orion and I. Yes. Oh, I forgot. Y'all so, had Yes on there also. It was a lot of progressive yeah. bands. All your your classic, your Rushes, your Yeses, your King Crimsons, your Genesis, old yep. school. All that. Those police. kind of things. The Police. And that, then there was like my weird influences, which was like They Might Tom Be Waits. Giants and Tom Waits. Yes, they were And then there. there was some like... Like it, like where our Venn diagram uh, like kind of crossed he and I. So you'd get like Primus... Like, we put a lot of different bands on there. Um, so it was, I, I would imagine for any guitar player, that seems, you're in the worst cover band in the world. What is this? All these influences. Or, or it would seem really intimidating. Am I supposed to know a bunch of math rock and a bunch of, like, weird college radio shit, you know? I could imagine how weird it would probably seem to you. And you're right, because, you know, it had the little, you know, the little classic tear this off and telephone number deal well i left it one time i left it i came back i left it again and something just was bugging me it's just man just call that number see if you can keep up with these kids because that's what it sounded like you know because because the influences were all over the place i was like they gotta be you know 20 it's you were you were right you were you know? kind of right uh, yeah you were because well, i was Halfway. i was well no i was like no 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 i was like uh 2021 20, okay okay and ryan's seven years my senior yep. so mm -hmm. he was probably 27 mm -hmm. 28 27 that's 28. right yeah so so i get this i go back the third time and this gives me chills because of the whole history of what's gone on and where we're at today and everything instead of just being humble 
and turn off a little. I took the whole thing. I was like, nah, because because <laughs> that's, that's what the energy said to do at that. You time. know what? And that's exactly <laughs> you know? the, that's exactly the kind of guy we needed. <laughs> I just <laughs> man, it, and to this day, I, I we love needed when I, a guy that wasn't gonna fuck around. <laughs> Uh, not fuck up though right Just not <laughs> <laughs> so anyway i tear it out and i love running in this and i gotta find it i gotta get y'all a copy because my favorite thing on it is the tack mark the the tack <laughs> the you know rip. where i ripped it the off rip. the the rip on it it's just <laughs> nice. that rip created or you know it started the the ball moving in the direction that the universe wanted it to you know yep, yeah, kind of deal so i go home and the whole drive home I'm, I'm feeling so good about this paper i just ripped off the wall you know just man i look at it again at every red light and whatever and i'm just like it just started to kind of like you know just started to speak to me like don't fuck around be sure you call this for you know and I don't know, uh, well, I'll have to get the paper. There's maybe three or four ripped off. Like, I guess the two or three that maybe yeah. called, you know, that called. I don't know. Could be. But, yeah. Could be. So it's kind of neat paper. I got to find it. Yeah. I, I just didn't have time. So I call the number. And, you know, just like I said in the story before, just an hour and 15 minutes, an hour and 20 of Orion. And he said, yeah, my name's Orion Quick. I was like, oh. I was like, okay, stage name already, okay, you know, <laughs> and 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 for the next hour and fifteen, I was just like, I didn't get a word in, and I like to talk, so already we were clashing, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so this guy, I mean, this Orion Quest was just like this and this and this and this, and okay, yeah, sure, you know, blah blah, blah and do you, you know gear and just the whole gambit. I will forever <laughs> miss him. A great guitar player can learn so much from a drummer oh my god. and become greater. Oh, my God, yes. And that's what happened yeah. is just the improvement in me through just his few words. Like, hey, try this, do this. When I do this time, do this. You will come in on this dotted. Okay, all dotted. Got you. <laughs> oh, uh, musicians listening, uh, words to the wise. If you're a guitar player with ambition and you have actual passion for music, if you find a decent drummer, like a, a drummer that like, wow, I'm playing with this guy, listen to him. Absolutely. Listen to him. Because it will be his band. I yep. promise you. <laughs> you will learn later as a, 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 a seasoned musician yeah. that your drummer should be the strongest point of the band. No doubt. No doubt. Not the keyboard player, not the guitar player, that drummer, because that drummer will make the bass player better, that rhythm section will make the guitars better and the keyboards better, and then the vocals over kick-ass music, you just, it's a hit. Yeah, you want to have fucking nerd talk, uh, talk about uh, the ins and outs of music theory on like high level, you go have coffee with that motherfucker. Uh, you want to uh, smoke a bowl? Talk to your bass player. He's worthless. <laughs> but if you want to know how to be in a band appropriately, land yourself the best drummer you've a ever A world-class drummer. Yeah. That's it. That's, I mean, that's, that's the foundation. All right, so, uh, Stephanie, uh, I said we were going to circle back to you, and you had some final things that you wanted to say. Oh, yeah. I just touch on some fun times. Yeah, what's up? I remember with him. Um, but what I really want to touch on is something that, that relates to all of y'all and something that me and Jamie and Orion shared together. I don't know if y'all have heard the song yet, but a song named Smoke. Oh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Jamie wrote a song named Smoke. And yeah, it's well, like. I was 19 years old, yeah. Yeah. It's like her, uh, uh, you know, inner feelings, Tom Waits type. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was, I was like just discovering Tom Waits and I wanted, you know, I wanted to see. Can I do that kind of thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, you even it? did the what, like, you even did the voice for him when you played it for me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What, what what about it though? You set up. I went. I went to rehearsal with y'all one time at, at the studio. Oh yeah, man. And you set up. Uh, y'all had it set up. You wanted this raw texture sound, and I've always been a fan of that shit, uh, especially now. Just noises. Uh, yeah. Well, and, yeah. Go and on. what what you had set up is you said, okay, we're not gonna do a drum kit. 
we're not going to do acoustic drum kit. We're not going to have any of that here. We want a different sound for this. You brought in pots and pans and fucking skillets and uh, tongs, weird, chopsticks. Weird, hard, <laughs> hollow surfaces. Yeah. And Tables. We, we Yeah. What we did was I brought in all kinds of uh, pots and pans and like hard, hollow surfaces. Yeah. And we kind of made this like makeshift kit yeah. around Orion. And this is for like recording some tracks for an album that's going to be released uh, from Orion and I's band, This Island Earth. We had we're essentially complete with an album. I just got to mix it down. But one of those tracks was that song "Smoke." And okay, now I know what you're talking about. And and so what you're saying is that we all got to hang out together that night when we were recording those parts. He, he was recording his stems for that part. Yeah. And I got to be there for his whole recording of the uh, of his stems and man, it was just fucking magical what he was making with the with those pots with, with just sounds. You know, there's no way you could tune pots and pans it sounds like that and it, it was just fucking I don't know. That's something that I'll live with forever. When you strip away pretense. Yeah. When you stop trying to sell a black t-shirt, yeah. when yeah. you strip away cool, mm-hmm. when you stop trying to make it, yeah. and you're just trying to search for the sound. It was raw, right. and it was emotion, and it was passion, and I was just like blown away. You know? Yeah. And and that's all we were trying to do. And it was just for one little thing, for one little part of a song, and it's it's all that effort. Mm. You know? And yeah. that's, that's why it was so good. Absolutely. Yeah. When you did not know what the numbers meant in that I'm going back to the song word, you know? So with that song, the idea was from Orion, of course. And that number was an individual's prison number. Right. Uh, Right. Hey, let's add this. Yeah. That song is about that one wisdom filled man. That's been in prison longer than anybody. Right. Right. Which to me, I always thought that, you know, when Orion, that was what Orion's feeling was when he was in, you know, because he did jail time. Yeah. There's no secret. We're cool with that. No, we have podcast episodes yeah. about that. Yeah. So anyway, I think he created, because he's, he's mm-hmm. a creator. We all know that. I think he created this guy and maybe some of the feelings that he felt when he, you know, as I don't want to be here again. So he's talking to himself. Oh yeah. Right, right. If you think about the words in the word, he's talking to himself. Yeah. About yeah. well anyway, go ahead, Joe, about the prison number. So the prison number came about because you know, everything had to mean something. Musically, mm-hmm. vocally, lyrically. It, it, there was a meaning to everything, and that's why there was so much of our heart and soul in what we did. Um so the prison number came about where, you know, I gotta come up with some kind of number, so well, it all means something. So this number is going to mean something. And I, I couldn't think of anything else better than one nine three two four two five. So people are wondering, what do those numbers mean? I had some, someone tell me, hey, I was looking in the Bible to find this verse or whatever, you know, <laughs> <laughs> trying to figure out what those numbers meant. And to me, it's a no-brainer because it was, it was about us, the band. One nine, Jose's birthday. March 19th. March 19th, 3, July 3rd, it's your birthday. I'm April 24th, and Orion, March 25th. Fucking A. One, nine, three, two, four, five. You know, I'm, I'm sure there's some point where you told me that, and I knew it, but that information just went away from my head, and to find out that that's what that meant during practice a few days ago, yeah. I had no idea. And it just, it, I was like, oh, ooh, it felt good. It felt good to learn that. <laughs> you know, and I, when, I, when I told Orion that, we talked about that. I told him, uh, of course, he corrected me. Um, oh, you got too many numbers in there. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I was like, it, 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 that's good, though. It don't matter. So, so. How funny. One more note. This sure. directs to Jamie. Yeah. When we're in Co. For four straight years, we were booked every July 3rd. <laughs> Sometimes twice. <laughs> I remember the third one. Oh, I'm good. It's only my third birthday. I hadn't had off. <laughs> hey, man, we're having a blast everywhere we went. Hell right? yeah. But we played one on a trailer with fireworks over us. Uh, yeah. right? Oh, God. Something to, like that. to play a show on your birthday, I, that's that's yeah. the best thing to me. I, that's yeah, Absolutely. Thanks. Nice. 
thank Co for that. Yeah, it was funny, dude. So now we got the third and the fourth. Yeah, now we got the third and the fourth. These are very important dates now. Yeah. I didn't tell a big, long story about Orion because for listeners of the show, you guys have been a part of our day-to-day life, Orion and I, together, and we've told so many stories. We've spoken about the bands we've been in. We've put on like live shows musically that are part of the podcast. Um, there's so much that you guys have been able to witness, treasured memories that you know have come to a bittersweet end. So I, there's not a whole. I mean, there's stories that I'm going to tell over the years, but you guys have seen so much you've seen the most important parts and that is why the stories matter you've seen the love between orion and i you know why we had a show why we even bothered and so i just want to say orion quest jason talbert I love you, and I always will, and we're going to keep doing this show, and we're going to keep making music, because Orion wouldn't have it any other way, and with that, I'm going to end tonight's podcast. Everybody out there, take care of yourselves. Live and love fully. Life is short. Good night.